coming to you pre-recorded from a single location. There ain't no fucking like motherfucking. We're your hosts, Andrew and Nathan, and this is Hello Rad. Uh, Nathan, how you doing? What are you drinking? Doing really good because I'm actually here sitting with my friend Andrew in person at a studio. My buddy Paul helping with production. Undisclosed location. In the undisclosed location, there's a oh. cracking of a beer. We're drinking Stella Artois in the studio, having a good time. And uh, yeah, it's uh, we're launching Color Red 2.0, which is everything is completely different um, in the sense that nothing has much changed except that we're in the same location. The same, and, but different, you know. Yeah. Uh, what do you got for uh, non-sponsors for us today? Uh, so, <laughs> with the um, resurgence of football season, I've been watching a lot of TV, and there's a lot of commercials involved with that. And Domino's has been especially annoying, especially obnoxious. Uh, the latest commercial that I saw that really irked me was that they have this uh, delivery insurance, and they were showing. I mean, let's let's face it, this is all fake and scripted. But let's assume that the, what they're showing us is supposed to be real. These people have had an issue, and they just say it as general as that they they had an issue with their delivery, and so then they send out a fleet of these recovery drivers, these like like these soldiers, the foot soldiers of Domino's delivery, <laughs> and they're all fucking being filmed, of course, conveniently being filmed, and uh, and they're giving these people that probably lied and just bitched to try to <laughs> yeah, get free right. shit anyways in the first place, uh, free like a free medium pizza or something. They're like, oh my god, thank you so much, oh my god, it's a free pizza. <laughs> And I'm like, first off, just the, just the whole trend of Domino's has been kind of annoying. Like, I'm glad that you changed your pizza. They did that a few years ago. I'm like, because it was dog shit. And now it's Let's just, just like cover it in garlic and butter. Yeah, that's it's a little all I needed it, to do. Yeah, it's a little bit better than dog shit now. So props <laughs> to you on that. But then the whole, like, sentimental value, which, let's grant it, uh, most pizza places are actually guilty of this now as well. But don't. it's not a feel-good story. It's not a feel-good story when I order a fucking large Domino's to myself, like, on a day where I'm just, like, sitting there alone. Just, like, eating a fucking full pizza alone. I don't want the commercials to make me be like, oh, you know, we got this fan... Stop trying to make me feel good! <laughs> fucking, I'm just buying a pizza! I don't give a fuck if you have insurance. I don't give a fuck if, like, you're trying to give into some cause or you're trying to be like, oh, we're cool with different races having sex with each other. Like, why do you give a... It's a pizza... That commercial, the um, well, there was the subway one, but there was like a pizza commercial. Where they had like all this diversity, and they were like, you couldn't tell what the fuck they were. Uh, the commercial was for because it's just all this like multicultural like picnic, and they're all eating pizza. And then at the end, you're like, what? Well, why is this have to do with? <laughs> no, the no, no, that that was a subway commercial. I remember which okay. one you're talking about, where it's like, er, no, maybe I'm thinking of a different one, but it's just so fucking far out of left field. And at the end, it's like, subway. Yeah, maybe I just have a more general problem with the idea of these food, like food, pizza, Subway, whatever it yeah. is. Like, why do you, why are you trying to appeal to me don't emotionally? Get, don't get artsy. Just fucking yeah. sl show me your slop and fucking put your logo at the end. Like, that's all I need to see. I saw this, uh, I think it was like a, this is, I find it weird that you, like, you'll go to a meme site and it'll be screenshots of people's tweets. And so you're seeing a picture on a like a meme website that's a fucking screenshot from another website like really convoluted 
but it was <laughs> some guy complaining to like Domino's or Pizza Hut. He's like, you sent me a fucking uh, a plain ass pizza with no toppings on it. And then he responds like a couple of minutes later, like, my bad. I opened the box upside down. And <laughs> what? He's like, all I saw was this dough. And I was like, fuck, <laughs> bitch. Where's my fucking. He probably got the lamest toppings. Here. He probably got like the worst pizza, like a Hawaiian pizza. Don't fucking at me, bitch. Hawaiian pizza is shitty. I don't care if anybody. Pineapple and Canadian bacon? Yeah. Why don't you just get uh, some a normal pizza? Why do you have to take a stand on pizza with the fucking the sweet? Like, why why are you putting pineapple? Uh, maybe we're getting too off topic. But. <laughs> What's your I non-sponsor? Think, uh, <laughs> I, before I before I transition over, I had one comment about the pineapple <laughs> yeah. and uh, Canadian bacon for the Hawaiian. Uh, it's not that bad when you throw, uh, jalapeno into the mix, right? Yeah, but you can say that about, like, almost anything. Yeah, that's true. That was gonna be my follow-up, was, like, you pretty much put jalapenos on any pizza, and it makes it better. It's, uh, one of those, like, superior toppings. Uh, so my non-sponsor is Rice-A-Roni, uh, for the simple fact that, um, why, what's the aroni part for? It's rice. <laughs> it's just rice, right? It's just rice. So why is it? Why is it rice aroni? <laughs> I mean, I wish you would have told me that was what you were gonna say beforehand. Because I was you, not prepared to hear that. <laughs> That's a good point. I, got, like, I, I don't have any follow-up. No, I mean, I like to think like my, my head, Mike. I try to think back, and I'm like. Maybe, like, I remember some of those kind of fucking, like, things where they put, like, tomatoes in there or something else mixed in. But then I'm like, no, that was a dry-ass uh, little box of fucking rice with seasoning. So they did not have anything in there but rice. Like, why aroni? Like, is it supposed to be, like, oh, some of them are long grain, so it's like macaroni, but not really. Like That, could, that couldn't have been the thought process. Like, it, they must have just been, like... It sounds cool because, yeah, there's no, like, logical explanation for adding aroni at yeah, the end of Yeah, they're like, mac at the time, they're like, macaroni's really fucking trend. Or they can't even say trending because that shit didn't exist back then. <laughs> there's fucking, oh, macaroni's, uh, that Kraft mac and cheese is really taking off. We should fucking bite <laughs> off of their name with our rice. They got those fucking, fucking seasoning on it. They got this fucking dinosaur swimming yeah. in cheese over there. <laughs> Kids yeah. love that shit. Why didn't we think to make them into shapes? <laughs> oh, oh, why? If only we had made our rice into shapes. Yeah. Fuck. I think they've done, like, the uh, the lewd versions of that where they have, like, dick-shaped uh, macaroni. And, or, like, the, instead of the dinosaurs, it's penis-shaped mac and cheese. But I'm like, what's that good for? Like, a bachelorette party? And why are they eating fucking mac and cheese at a bachelorette party? I just wanted to get the taste of... Uh, other guys' dicks <laughs> yeah. out of my mouth. Because now I'm I want <laughs> cheesy fake dicks instead of real dicks. Yeah, you know bachelorette parties. They like they try to give guys a lot of shit about the bachelorette party where they go fucking... Like, oh, yeah, we just got some strippers. A bachelorette party. They actually are sucking guys' yeah. dicks on those <laughs> trips. Like, at least on a stripper bachelor party, it's like we're just, like, letting a chick get naked in front of us. <laughs> we're not fucking her. I know what happens on the bachelorette yeah. parties. They're fucking <laughs> sucking guys' dicks. They're going to the club and fucking... You know, all the, I mean, male power to them. That's what you're supposed to do when you go on it. But don't pretend that it's a big deal that your guy went and saw a stripper yeah. when you're doing, you know, 
Anyways, I digress. Yeah, we we gotta. We can't really reveal any of this any more secrets to the bachelor party. They've been uh, unwise enough to let us know what goes on at bachelorette parties, but I don't want to be credited with. Um, Everybody knows. Come on, so <laughs> <laughs> fucking secret. All right. So uh, for today's show, um, we're gonna get into a, another tale of public defecation. Uh, we're going to give you a McAfee update. Going to do a little bit of hella fancy, and then we'll close it all out with a uh, Fabergé, uh, Fabergé egg update that you guys so desperately uh, want, deserve, and Most need. requested segment. Just Yes, saying. it's true. All the feedback I get is like, wow, I didn't know that much about Fabergé eggs. And I'm like, well, I'm glad. I'm glad that we could bring that to you. If that's all that we can provide to everyone out there, I'm, I'm happy. But before we get into any of that, um, so obviously we're here in a single studio, which means I have uh, moved a little bit closer. I have uh, ventured into living in San Francisco, and I have a few things that I want to talk about that I've witnessed along the way. Some of it good, some of it bad, but like overall it's been pretty enjoyable. I think I'll start with the, uh, the good things. Like, you you normally see, like, just crazy shit in a big city. But I've found, like, I feel like I've seen some, like, especially weird ones. Like, I was getting off of the public transit uh, going to work one morning. And it, I get off, like, in the middle of the downtown area, Powell Station. And I'm on that street, and I'm just, like, walking, minding my own business. And I see some guy just... Uh, out of nowhere, like, he already started in front of me, got some fucking ear can headphones on, and he just starts skipping down the street, like, speed skipping, like he's in some kind of fucking uh, Apple commercial, like, some music commercial, like, you've seen this shit before, where they're, like, dancing in the street. Fall into the gap. Yeah, and I'm like, this guy, I don't know what the fuck he is listening to, but he's just on a good one today. Like, what, what did he do? Like, that fucking thought, like, yeah, I'm just going to fucking speed skip, like, down the street. And then he stops and, like, turns around. And he's, like, listening to his music. I'm like, this shit is unreal to me. Like, I've never fucking seen somebody that's not. Because he wasn't a homeless, per crazy person, like, by any means. Like, he was well-dressed, like, uh, had to have had a decent job, I assume. So it just, like, struck me off guard. It's like, okay, like. It's nice to not see. It's nice to see something weird that's not just uh, some crazy ass motherfucker uh, screaming nonsense at you. That was that was a kind of a pleasant one. Yeah, you you don't you never really encountered that too often where you're like just somebody like totally entranced with joy and just kind of enjoying themselves in no, public or no, whatnot. it's usually misery or just fucking <laughs> sorrow. Yeah, but most public. Uh, yeah, no, I I agree. Like anytime you see anything like crazy in public it's usually something scary borderline like gross disgusting or or something it's never usually like somebody just happily skipping yeah down the street yeah or... exactly like i would see shit on the trolley in uh san diego all the time but it'd be like one of the my two favorite ones from there was like uh a guy you know like the street performers that put themselves in like silver or gold uh paint and they'll like pop and lock and like kind of be frozen in place like that kind of guy 
when he was off duty but still covered in silver paint was fucking uh, screaming at people on the trolley about like being like you know joining the church and like all that jazz like fucking you know what I don't know what what the word is to call it, but those people that just yell at you about how you're going to hell and need to like find Jesus. Yeah, no, I get you. Yeah, yeah we we need to find salvation. Yeah, and then I saw I got on one time, and at one stop a lady with a mustache got on. Which is funny, <laughs> funny enough for me. But then another, like two stops later, another lady with a mustache got on, like Damn. prominent. And I'm like, I wonder if they see each other and acknowledge, like that they both have mustaches, or maybe one of them, or they look at each other and be like, like damn, look at that bitch with the fucking mustache. She needs to wax that shit. It just, I oblivious to their own state. I'd like to think that it was more along the lines of them. Uh Seeing each other and then like giving like the little yeah. head, head nod, be like, like the head yeah, nod, like right, maybe yeah. a finger gun if they're real yeah. confident. This yeah. is fe- this is feminism. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. fucking growing a mustache. Fucking girl. <laughs> this power. is true feminism. Girl power. Uh, so the other thing, the other positive one from San Francisco happened to me like two days ago, where um, I'm leaving work. It's like eight o'clock at night and. Um, on the sidewalk, and there's uh, it's starting to get a little congested, and I see a guy coming uh, opposite direction of me on a mountain bike, which is already weird enough that everybody's riding their fucking bikes on the sidewalk. It's like yeah, kind of annoying. Yeah, the fucking they they make yeah. it pretty easy. You to got bike do it lanes. In the... Get in the road, right, bitch. Exactly. Like I'm fucking tired of this shit. Like at least none of them have hit me and never inconvenienced me. So I'm like. Whatever, as long as you're like got a level of control. But this guy like saw saw the congestion coming, and like he's probably like five six feet away from me. Yeah, Uh, he's like five six feet away from me, and decides he's gonna like divert off of the sidewalk and go onto the street. And it's like a, I don't know, like a six inch drop off the side of the curb. But this dude. Gets he gets ready for his like drop off the curb like he's ready to like bunny hop up, and then in range of me he says to himself, full throttle, and just fucking <laughs> jumps off the curb. And I'm like, that was great. It's <laughs> like in my head I smiled like it's like internal smile. I'm like, this was so great. Like this dude was so amped about his fucking city mountain biking. Like, bro, he's having more fun than we yeah. are. Like, I, I don't think I've had so much fun in a day that I've ever said full throttle in earnest. Mm-hmm. It's I probably have to go back to when I was like eight years old to be like a moment where I'd be like saying full throttle in earnest was like an actual moment. Probably in the you know my single digit years. Ever since then, I don't think I've ever been jubilated yeah. enough to to have that experience. Yeah, I'm jealous. I'm jealous. That's a yeah, I remember being like a kid, uh, getting my fucking sweet ass huffy bicycle and racing um, our na- the neighbor kids, and like the bike was called like the Dirt Devil, and like every time we'd fin- like begin the races, I'd be like, "Yeah, Dirt Devil," and then I'd like pedal. The extra fucking hard. Dirt yeah. Devil, <laughs> bitch! <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> fucking smash on this shit! You guys are going damn. So badass. <laughs> full throttle. Full thr- <laughs> it wasn't even aggressive. He's like, full throttle. 
like fucking. He hell. was just enjoying it. Yeah. He was just like, yeah, baby, yeah. full throttle, full like throttle, like yeah. Chick was like, she was enjoying what you were giving to her, but she just wanted a little bit more. She'd be like, come on, baby, give it to me th- full yeah. throttle, you know. Yeah, so those were like my positive uh, sides of uh, the San Francisco experience. The negative side is actually going to transition us into our next uh, segment. <laughs> so this will be, now it's a reoccurring segment, because last time we talked about the uh, old man shitting in the bush, if you remember. Shit. Does that mean we have to make a stinger for this? Yeah, eventually <laughs> uh, we should. But this is tales of public defecation. Uh, so the entire time, I, from the beginning of me moving to into San Francisco, I'm like, I keep hearing about all this shit everywhere that's all over the streets. And I was seeing shit, but <laughs> it was, like, small. I'm like, that's dog shit. Like, people take bigger poops than this. Like, uh, and then, sure enough, I fucking caught my first human pile <laughs> of shit. She smell it from way too far away. It is way more distinct than... And, and I've... And I know that it, that it lingers way longer than dog shit because I've walked past the same pile of dog shit uh, a couple times, days in a row, and I generally don't smell it at all. Uh, but when I fucking spotted a pile of human shit and it doesn't get cleaned up that day, I fucking continue to smell it from the same distance uh, every day that I pass it. But, like, yeah, you know, everybody knows what dog shit, because every asshole doesn't pick up their dog shit, right? So, you know, it's just, like, I don't know, like, finger size or, like, yeah. s- or sausage. It, tri- it dries gotta, out fast, so yeah. it's, like, the smell does go away pretty Big quickly. Let's face it, nobody's going to pick up some other dog shit, so it's fucking, they just sit there until they dry out in the yeah. sun. They're not as juicy as a nice <laughs> human shit, you know? Yeah, like, the human shits from the homeless people are fucking giant nasty mud pies like (laughs) it's a fucking you don't even you wouldn't even know that it was shit because your your perception of shit is logs instead of just like pies uh it's what you see when it's what you see when you collect diarrhea in a single location because usually you're diarrheaing in a fucking toilet bowl and like water but if you just diarrhea on the fucking concrete, this is what you get. This yeah. is fucking a moon pie of <laughs> shit, just shit juice collected in a little location. Yeah. The first one was, uh, you know, like they have bus stops and there's like benches. Like the guy wasn't there. I've, I luckily have not seen the active act of someone taking a shit. Oh, we actually, that was- that's not true. I think I did see that, but. It was weird because I just saw someone's ass. Like, it, I think it was a lady's ass, but it was hard to tell. Oh, lady. Like, just down an alley uh, where she was just bent over. And I'm like, either she's changing or she's shitting. But, like, it was kind of a <laughs> passing moment. But the first time I saw the human shit there was, like, uh, one of the bus stops. And they have, like, a couple seats. And it looked like they pulled their pants down and, like, pushed their ass over the edge of the back of the sheet, shit, uh, seat. Uh, between like where the barrier would be for the bus stop, like where it's enclosed, and they just shit off the back end of there. Uh, so it's just some nasty like green pile, and it smelled real bad. Uh, but to their to San Francisco's credit, by the time I walked by there for lunch on my uh like three hours later, that shit was like sanitized and like pressure washed off. But the second time 
was uh, off of a curb. So some guy just popped a squat off the curb and fucking took a fat moon pie all over the fucking ground. And it smells so bad. So, yeah. That is my, uh, those are my tales of public defecation in San Francisco. Yeah, I mean, I gotta tell you, if anybody I know, you encounter a lot more human shit than most normal people. <laughs> yeah. Most people don't, uh, ha- didn't make the critical mistake of moving to, uh, San Francisco but, and living in the city. But like you said, it was Santa's the next that day. The next day, I mean, everybody on the meme on the whole, like, story that came out that they're hiring a whole shit squad, but yeah. fucking results are results, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They fucking take yeah. care of it in the it's day. Working. It's, it's working. It's working. It's fucking there. We got some people really scrubbing the shit out of that shit. All right. On that note, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Yahoo. Coming to a record store near you, Crasper Cunningham's Greatest Hits. Relive all the classics you know and love. Stand-up classics that we'll never forget. I had to think for a minute. And I looked at him and I said, Micropenis? Don't you mean my croppiness? <laughs> Comedy legend Crasper Cunningham, finally remastered in digital form. I looked him dead in the eye and I said, Don't you understand what I'm saying to you? She put the poo in the pee. <laughs> This holiday season, gather the family around and listen to some of Crasper Cunningham's greatest hits. Your Honor, I didn't know she was a minority. She told me she was over 18. (laughs) The perfect gift for this holiday season. Pre-order now at Crasper Cunningham's greatest hits comedy album.net. And we're back from that exciting commercial break. Um, I think we had some things we wanted to talk about in terms of a certain uh, former antivirus tycoon. Well, if you're talking about John McAfee running for president, then yeah. Just just a quick update. Nothing to get too into, but he's uh, apparently been captured by several different fucking um, provinces and governments and held in captivity was that cuba for a while and then well he was in cuba yes of course running a campaign i remember he threatened his like girlfriend for outing his like safe house right uh well not just that there was i mean people are gonna are are disputing whether or not he was actually captured because it seemed so convenient how he captured on social media the way that he did it um but recently so (laughs) Yeah, he has reaffirmed that he is running. He is still running for U.S. president. Recently on his Twitter, and uh, so also, write-in candidate. I mean, you know, <laughs> however, however, yeah, clearly, yeah, sure. clearly, why of not? course. No, it's not why. I mean, yes, he's not going to be on the fucking ballot. Let's face it. Yes, but uh, outside of that, the next thing that he posted uh, uh, after that he declared that he was still running for president was. Uh, a ridiculous card trick they played with some random guy where he bet him $10 million that he would have better cards than him. And guess, uh, th- so he dealt him four cards and himself four cards. So the guy flips over his cards and it's like uh, king or whatever, 10, 8, something. Not too bad, not too bad. And then McAfee flips over his cards and it's just four aces. And you're like, okay, yeah. so it's just like a stupid trick. Yeah. Like, not so cool, yeah. 
So this is what he's doing while he's running for president. But I do have I I did want to speak onto the presidential race on one on one level because there's a lot going on with the Democratic Party. Let's just face it, it's a fucking shit show. What are there like twenty fucking people running in the Democrat in the debates? Like well, they have to split, I mean, they keep splitting it up over two nights just because yeah, there's so many fucking not, people. Not anymore because they dwindled dwindled it down. They do like the top ten. But um, to only the most token of candidates. Yeah, I mean the the we. I don't want to get too political with it, but like if Joe Biden is the front runner for the Democratic <laughs> yeah. Party, I'm like, Another. what the fuck is going on, dude? This guy doesn't even know where he's at, and he's uh. groping. Like, I know uh, maybe I'm overblowing it a little bit. But with he's him, been like, made self aware that he's been touching people inappropriately for a long right. time. Yet he now he still does it. Like he's still been caught after the fact and made been made painfully aware by his campaign staff and the general public <laughs> that he's fucking like gripping people's shoulders, holding, tugging them too long, touching their hands <laughs> for no reason, like. Uh, the long embraces yeah. with like a young Asian girl. You're like, what the fuck is going yeah. on here, dude? Like- and everybody's <laughs> uncomfortable. You can see it in their faces in all the video evidence. Yet, like, still does it anyways. Um. So yeah, I mean, it's a shit show. So just as as a personal note, before we move on, um, after our little update on McAfee and you know the presidential race. Uh, I do have on my bucket list, there is an item that I do want to uh, legitimately ejaculate to the inaugural <laughs> inaugural address, um, to say it right the right way. And I feel like I'm getting so much closer in these later elections. Like, Hillary would have been a long shot, maybe. Um, but now we got, like, Tulsi's kind of out of the race, which is a big blow to my fucking bucket so list. So, wait, you're saying you want to you wanna be able to jerk off to the president is what you're... No. Not that, but, well, kind of in a sense, yes. Yes and no, it, but specifically to the inaugural address. Oh, okay. Which is you. done by the president, so yes, to your point, yes, you it is the You could get president. away with it if there was uh, a lady you fancied in the in the background of a, one of the other presidential um, uh, inaugurations. I guess I could find that. But it that. would be way easier with uh, if the the president themselves were... Yeah, I mean, I didn't, Somebody. I didn't really think of that loophole that you just presented <laughs> yeah. to me now, um, but I, but you know, d- let's take a fucking moral stance. I'm gonna be like moral about it. I'm gonna be very firm with my, um, you know, stance on it, and it's got, it's gonna be whoever's delivering the inaugural address. Yeah. So if I can jack your off atten- to them, your attention's focused on the speaker. Exactly. So the only, I mean, as a straight white male. <laughs> Not to get too weird about it, but, you know, I mean, like, it's got to be a woman, you know, so we're <laughs> waiting on the woman president. And uh, let's face, face it, the, the only one that's actually in contention that's actually on a level that I could probably squeeze one off to is Kamala Harris. If she if she came out with the fire and she was president and she started getting all mad at white people and she was like, you <laughs> fucking stupid white people, you reparations and stuff, I probably could probably bust a nut to that, you know. <laughs> so I'm kind of looking forward to that being a possibility, but... I'm a little sad that it's kind of like fading away, you know, like, although I, I I like Andrew Yang and I hope that maybe he even makes a surprise run for like the candidacy. Um, Kamala just seems kind of like lost in the mix right now. I don't know. You don't you don't find Elizabeth Warren. Attractive? No, that's the thing is that that's the word. The horrible part is that she's too motherly and I, I couldn't get I'm not into the like 
jacking off to a lady that like you know served you lunch at your fucking middle school. You <laughs> <Yeah>. know, <laughs> she lives in lunch lady land. Yeah, she's a little too like homely. Hey, uh, this is we're getting uh, on a what misogynist about, uh, vein here, but uh, yeah, let's just face. If my bucket list idea is to jerk off and be able to bust a nut to an inaugural address, it's not going to happen with Elizabeth Warren. And that's just a personal thing. It doesn't say anything about whether I think she's the best candidate or not. It just means whether I could or not I could masturbate to her and come to completion. What do you know, Amy Klobuchar, aka Cloud Boot Jar? No, I've uh, never heard that before. Uh, she's she's in the running as well. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure she's totally a legitimate candidate that didn't appear on any of the debates. She. Yeah, I only know of her from like listening to like some political YouTube channel, and the guy came up with a bunch of nicknames for all the candidates. Andrew, like, uh, I'm talking about an actual like life goal here. You're ta- you're coming like, oh, there's some lady that was on some random YouTube channel that's running. No, for- I'm I, I'm actually I do want to have actually bust a nut to the inaugural address, and you're kind of I feel like you're not taking it seriously. Does does Kamala or Tulsi Gabbard get you get your uh? Yeah, Get but motor I'm just saying, more. like, realistically speaking, Tulsi is not going to become president. Kamala is the well, one that has one the best chance. Which one do you chance. find more attractive? Well, Tulsi, clearly. Yeah. No, it's just, a, that's, come on. Yeah. Come on. I'm not going to argue with you there. All right. Well, if we've talked about enough of that, I, uh, <laughs> if, actually, if anybody actually listened to this, we'd probably be getting some hate mail. But um, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> so we're going to so, move on to our next segment, which is uh, Hella Fancy and... Um, yeah, let's just go ahead and get into it. Hello, Fancy! Alright, so today's segment uh, for Hella Fancy, we wanted to discuss this piece of extravagant furniture that... Uh, it's basically a full-scale hippopotamus, but one half of the <laughs> hippopotamus is carved out to be a couch. <laughs> and, like, that sounds cool on its own, but it also costs a fucking $100,000. Yeah, yeah, it's listed just under. It's, like, it's it's a ridiculously, like, 99950 or some stupid shit. Like, it's $100,000. Yeah. It's a fucking, it's... It's crazy. I mean, I come from a product development background, and I can, I can confidently tell you that nothing should cost you a hundred thousand dollars to make, uh, like anything of. Like, if you have any idea what you're doing, like, no. Well, I mean, the best thing about that when when you shared this with me, I I I gotta be honest. I I went to every person that I knew at work, which is a new workplace, so this is kind of a bold statement. I went went to every person that I knew at work. As a new employee, and told him like, "This is what I want. Like this fucking hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> this is my goal, guys. Hippopotamus couch. This is the sales exactly. I'm trying to generate. I need to be able to afford yeah. this. I'm like, you guys go out there and get those fucking accounts because like, if we don't get the yeah. commissions, like, there's no way I'm getting yeah. this fucking couch. And this is the ultimate flex on your friends. Yeah, you're like, just imagine what kind of house I need to buy in order to have this couch in my house. No, not even that. Like, the ultimate flex <laughs> on your friends. Like, imagine. I'm watching football on Sunday, you know, fucking invite my buddy Mario over. He comes over and I'm like, hey, why don't you have a seat in my fucking hippopotamus couch? Oh, did I mention it's $100,000? So, yeah, why don't you stop eating that fucking burrito, you fucking fucking low-level piece of shit? Don't spill your food or drinks on this shit or you're fucking dead. Like, it literally comes with security service. 
They will kill you if you fuck up my couch. Dude, That's uh, what $30,000 of this couch is, is just security service for the couch. You contract the security for yes. a year with the 30000 You don't actually own the couch. You're actually renting it for a year. <laughs> the, uh, the one thing I, I did enjoy especially about it is um, the idea that, like, they tried to justify the cost and the description of that item when you sent it to me. They're like, over, like, you know, the most handcrafted, meticulous production. I'm like, even if that were so, you're telling me the handcrafted, meticulous production was done where? How expensive was it yeah. exactly? Because hand handcrafted, meticulous production is done for a lot of shoes, and they're done for, like, dimes on the dollar with fucking cheap-ass Asian labor. So the fact that they're even trying to establish that argument for the price justification in the description of the item is, like, pretty suspect to begin uh, with. It's for sure just some artsy dildo just fucking uh, rack. Like, he's taking way too long and has no idea what he's doing. Like... So he's just like sculpting it out of clay and then he has to make some giant ass kiln to fucking stick a full size hippopotamus in. It's like you should have just fucking killed a real hippopotamus and fucking taxidermy that <laughs> shit and then cut out the side of it. <laughs> and for that matter, like a hippopotamus. Yeah, it's it's like the most deadliest animal that fucking kills all these people in Africa. That's because people are fucking stupid and they think it's friendly. A rhino is a way fucking cooler uh, animal to taxidermy and turn into a couch than a fucking hippopotamus. I would pay $200,000 for the fucking rhino couch with the horn intact because we got to have the intact horn. <laughs> Because uh, I don't want no fucking poached dead rhino uh, that fucking that I'm putting in my living room. I want it in its prime. Yeah. The, <laughs> I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, the, the rhino. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about him. It looks stupid and goofy. Like, I don't yeah. care if it kills all the people. Like, the rhino's got the horn. Let's face it. We know. We all know like, in the black market it's expensive. Like, the hippos, like, they got some fierce, like, tusks that jut out of, like, the middle of their upper mouth. Oh, big I, deal. It's got overgrown teeth. Yeah. Oh, real cool. I real cool. It, I find it weird, but at least it's something. But they don't even show the hippo with the mouth open. It's fucking closed. It's stupid. Yeah, that's right. Well, yeah. fuck that. I mean, what's cooler? Uh, some overgrown teeth or a fucking horn coming yes. out of your fucking dome, bro? Uh -huh. Like a horn, dude. Fucking phallic, fierce, rhino <laughs> couch. 200 Gs. I think we should uh, take a moment to uh, transition over to uh, what everybody really wants to know. Yeah, it's uh, another edition of Fabergé Egg Update. And um, one thing that caught my attention recently is uh, on the Newswire, you know I'm plugged into Fabergé Eggs. Of course. This is what I do. This is the <laughs> whole reason we do the podcast. And a lot of times that there's big lapses in time between when we do them is because, let's face it, there's not a lot yeah. of Fabergé Egg news going on a lot Every, of times. This, it's just everything is filler and then Fabergé. This is just Fabergé Egg Update by another name. Yeah, so, I mean... I'm glad that you all stuck around for all the bullshit to finally get to the uh, Fabergé egg update. We appreciate um, all of you that didn't just fast forward to the end that just yeah. for this part. Yeah, I, I do want you to hear the rest of this, but I mean, I know that you guys are here for the Fabergé egg update. So, again, uh, not a lot going on, again, uh, with the Fabergé egg update, just in terms of eggs found. Um, 
But there was something that was very unique that I saw pop up as I am plugged in, as I mentioned before. Uh, <laughs> there's this weird story about Elton John like that's just come up in the news cycle again. You know, the Fabergé egg news cycle, mind you. You probably haven't seen it in the mainstream media. It's kind of un- obscure. But um, it, apparently in the late 70s, he went and visited the Kremlin, and uh, he made a bombastic statement after visiting it that he wasn't that impressed. And one of the biggest reasons he was not impressed was that he had... He claimed at the time they had a bigger Fabergé egg collection than the Kremlin itself. And I, I think this this made me so angry when I read this. Like, I was so mad because it's such an irresponsible piece of journalism that was floating through the news waves. I'm like, okay, so you're taking some hearsay story from a fucking eccentric music artist about something as majestic and... and uh, timeless is the fucking Imperial Fabrics A collection, and you're just taking his word for it and saying that there's no fucking way that he had more Fabergé eggs than the fucking Kremlin at the time. He's just being a fucking flamboyant, crazy artist at the time. Like, why is this floating around? So I just want to remind everybody <laughs> once and for all that the only definitive source for Fabergé egg news information is FabergéEggUpdate.com. Because you're going to get fooled by all this, uh, we're just reporting on speculation bullshit that you see in the fucking mainstream media about Fabergé eggs. Don't, just come to the source. Just come to FabergéEggUpdate.com. I'm not going to fucking fill your, your ears with stupid bullshit about some story that some guy told about having more Fabergé I'm going to tell you when we actually find Fabergé eggs. I'm going to tell you when that happens. And uh, if you don't want your news feed cluttered with stupid bullshit, then just come to my source directly. Well said. Well said. Uh, also, hashtag kill space. Don't forget, guys. Yeah. Space, it's a danger to us all. I, I uh, recently just, we were thinking, I, cause I think about kill space on the daily. So whenever I'm back home from work, this is probably the first thing I think about uh, af- outside of the existential crisis of loneliness. Um, <laughs> you wake up, I'm lonely. Oh, yeah, but space is yeah, there. Yeah. Well, it's also, it's a terrifying thing to me. Like, I'd rather yeah. just, so, I, but but we also caught wind of other, organi- we're not going to get too into it because there's, it's kind of political, but um, <laughs> now it's the race to kill space. Yeah. So we really, we actually really do need your ideas. Like, I, we haven't, I haven't got any fucking ideas for anybody yet about how to kill space. So we actually do really need them now because yeah. it's a race to kill space. I mean, America's number one. We need to stay there. We need to be the first ones to kill space. Yeah. And if you need some incentive, I mean, remember how we used to have dinosaurs on Earth? They got to exist on other planets in space. Uh, You don't want those things coming back here. (laughs) We better take them all out. I'm talking all of them. Only way to do that, kill space. If there's even a 1% chance that there's dinosaurs in space... We have to kill space. I don't want velociraptors going through my cornfields, taking out my children. That's what's going to happen if they're in it space. Is. It is. Kill space. Guys, all of it. All of it gone. More to, com- more to come on the kill space yeah. stuff. I think that part of the issue is that it's all very deep-seated knowledge and like kind of like underground back-running stuff. We're, we really want to get the word out on that. So yeah. stay tuned for more information about an aw- awareness event about Kill Space. We'll have stickers that you can slap on uh, <laughs> light poles to promote soon. I don't know where you're going to buy them. Maybe. <laughs> We're, I'm going to stick them in random, uh, you know, those, like, free newspaper, like, disp- uh, kiosks you see next to garbage cans. 
I'm going to put those in and around San Francisco area. You be on the lookout for them. You let us know when you find them. But kill space. More importantly, tell your friends about yeah. kill space. I'm telling you, I think the sticker movement is stronger than any inter internet movement we can create. Sticker slapping. It's coming back, guys. Yeah, it's it's a, like the cheap man. It's like the... The non-artist way to spread their graffiti, but stickers. Anyways, Keyboard Cat, you want to play us out? Yeah, so uh, this has been a successful completion of Hellrat 2.0 with uh, Andrew moving up because I forced him to. Let's just face it. Yeah, he came that's up the only reason I'm, I... I'm a better friend than he is, yeah. so he had to come up here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, if you actually do like this, you know, follow us. I know we promised a more consistent schedule. We're on Spotify now. We are on Spotify. That's a good point. So look up Hellerad. You'll be able to find it there pretty easily. It's Hellerad on Twitter. Hellerad on Facebook. Um, and yeah, you know, FabergeEggUpdate.com again as the most reliable source of information about Imperial Fabergé eggs and updates as they happen. Um, so uh, until next time, y'all, uh, thanks for listening. Yabu. Kill yourself and burn and you delete stupid. everything you've ever thought of.